0: Romilly Madhu, CEO of Infrastructure Australia, thank you uh, so much for joining us on this little um, State of the Nation vox pop. We've just had a great session talking about sustainable infrastructure. And one of the things that you were talking about and certainly that uh, IA has been focused on is the changes and the trends that we've seen in terms of how people are living and using infrastructure uh, since COVID-19. And obviously we'd expect that some of those trends are gonna be uh, temporary and some may be permanent. What's what's the the research telling you uh, and your data telling you about uh, how people uh, are changing and how infrastructure use has uh, changed over the last uh, twelve to eighteen months?
1: It's been a really interesting time for everybody, and I think what we the word I would use is that we've all adapted quite quickly. But there's been one area particularly that has uh, everyone has used, and that's the use of technology. If you think about uh, how we've pivoted quite quickly to working from home, to using collaborative online tools, to using data to, to track how we're going, if you think about the use of QR codes, uh, and when we look at construction on site, again, the use of technology in drones uh, and, the, again, the use of the QR code. So one area we do believe will stick is this up a fast uptake in the use of technology, uh, that won't change. That will continue. And that trend was happening, but what's happened is it's it's really, there's been a trajectory in the use of technology and also innovation in technology. Another trend that we think won't stick is uh, the trend was a decrease in the use of public transport uh, for a lot of reasons, but the main one being safety. Safety. Uh, we believe that in the future people will go back to use in, tra- in public transport uh, in the future when when we're back into a, 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 a more a safer environment when it comes to COVID. Uh, so that's one area where we, we believe we'll go back to normal. Another area we think that will stick is this more flexibility in the workplace around working from home. Uh, we we aren't sure yet, and we we because we're still in the throes of COVID about the impact that we will have on our cities, and that that is the same from around the world. People are saying that they're unsure, but there's definitely been a change in the uh, mindset around flexibility and working from home. And the final one is uh, again use of technology uh, is, and we, we we believe this will stick is the use of telehealth. Uh, it went from something like zero Five percent to thirty-five percent in a six-month period, and that's a huge uptick, and that really opens up the opportunities for people in remote, rural, and regional Australia to have a better access to healthcare and discussions with healthcare providers. Uh, that's one we do believe will stick.
0: And I guess Romley, you know, all of this runs into this challenge that we have uh, at the moment. Obviously, we've, you know, based on the need for stimulus, we we have really focused on. Um, boosting the infrastructure spend, but also wanting to get more projects uh, into the the market and speed things up. Um, There's obviously a tension here in terms of, um, you know, building infrastructure in a way that is sustainable and resilient, uh, but also wanting to meet those kind of, um, you know, pace or or size kind of objectives around the economic uh, multiplier impact. How how to governments and and infrastructure providers need to sort of reconcile those two uh, objectives? Uh,
1: Governments uh, have a number of levers. Uh, If we look at public infrastructure, uh, they are procuring it, they're planning it, they're executing it. And so government, uh, state and territory governments should use these levers uh, right up front when they're putting tenders out. And in Australia, we already have tools that can be used and embedded, such as the Infrastructure Sustainability Council of Australia's rating tool and Green Building Council of Australia's Green Star tool. And, And both of them can be used with economic and social infrastructure. But secondly, in thinking about the procurement model, Governments need to think about what they are asking uh, when uh, contractors are responding to these uh, procurement um, uh, submissions that are going out. And they they can include things such as uh, the proposal should identify environmental effects and a plan put in place. The proposal should meet the needs of the present without compromising compromising the ability of the future generations. And proposals should also improve the ability of the community to anticipate, resist, absorb, recover, transform and thrive in response to shocks and stresses. So governments, I I, I suppose the clear lever would be the use of government procurement uh, requirements and uh, having conversations when they're putting these submissions and proposals and bids out to be open-minded that we won't change overnight. Infrastructure is quite complex and they need to be open-minded and go on a journey with the industry and with the sector and work with them collaboratively to embed these sustainability and resilience principles within these large-scale projects that are being procured around Australia.
0: Well, Romilly, I feel like we're going to be uh, talking about these things um, a lot more at Cedar uh, with you in, in uh, coming coming years. So it's great to have your time today, both in terms of State of the Nation and, and coming on the quick uh, State of the Nation Vox Pop. Thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. All the best.